0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another motivational moment in the morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Friday, July 8, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We appreciate you sharing it with your friends, families, coworkers, and associates. The call grows more and more every single day. Um, if you missed the call, head on over to WendreamsCollide.com. That's com. And you can scroll to the bottom of the page there and you'll see all of the calls are archived there. Um, every call that we've done since we launched on August 3rd, 2015. And they're all dated and named, so you'll be able to catch what you want when you want it. And also while you're on the page, um, subscribe to the list, become a VIP today, a vision impact partner, join the mailing list so you're the first to know different things that are going on, uh, news announcements, news and information with the principles that you need to design a life of substance and significance. Um, while you're on the website, go ahead and head on over to Straight Talk Woman Talk as well, ladies. Get connected and plugged in today. Straight Talk Woman Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth. With no judgment, we have calls that we do every single Monday evening at 8 o'clock p.m. where we have women from all over the world come together, share their true authentic testimony and this is how they were literally getting their mail in hell, leverage a relationship with God to come out of that situation and now in a position to pour back into other women. And so for the month of, rest of the month of July, we'll be featuring different women on the call each Monday night. So you want to make sure you get connected and listed in. If you missed the call, all the calls are archived there as well on the website so you can go back and listen to any of them that we've done since we launched January fifth, two thousand and fifteen. We have live events coming up. We'll be in Atlanta, Georgia, July twenty fourth, Houston, Texas, August the thirteenth for the Straight Talk Woman Talk in part sessions. Uh, you want to go ahead and secure and reserve your seat for that today as well. And then for those of you out there building something for significance Building something to provide for your family, you know, you just, you just want to make sure that, you know, when it's your time to go home to glory, that when people think of your name, that they have something great to say. And so that's what part of the vision for Project Build It For Your Last Name is all about. So if you head on over to BuildItForYourLastName.com, that's the website, BuildItForYourLastName.com you'll see information about the vision, the vehicle, and the system. But One of the things I'm really excited about is the gear. We have shirts and hats there as well, so you can represent your last name. My husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for people, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for your last name. Make sure that when it's your time, uh, to, to leave this earth, that you leave people better. You leave something of substance after you're gone. And so when you build something for your last name, that's exactly what you do. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this call started on this morning. If you're driving, putting your earpiece, if you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. We ask that you post your notes on social media throughout the call. Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. Honey, why don't you come onto the line and say good morning to our VIPs.
1: Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Did you hear me clearly? I said, I'm excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning, the world needs your example. The world needs your example. Ladies and gentlemen, I have discovered through my sojourn in life, in spite of any situation, calamity, In spite of what's going on in the world, in spite of what's being done, what's being said, what's being promoted, an agenda that's being moved forward, the world needs your example. See, the way you live your life will either be a warning for people to avoid or an example for people to follow. Let me say that again. I want you to post it. The way you live your life will either be a warning for people to avoid Or an example for people to follow. And what we need more than anything else today. We don't need another protest. We don't need another hashtag. We don't need any more tears. We don't need any more marches. We don't need any more speeches. We need more examples. Because what you're seeing canvassed all across our media and mainstream. What you're seeing... In terms of the uh, the heart pour, the outpour of, of, of grief, and what you're hearing and what you're seeing is simply an exhibit of what's been missing. And what's been missing is your example. The world needs your example. See, the world needs your message. The world needs your story. The world needs to see an imagery of people marching on purpose. What does not change what goes on? a protest, policy needs to change. The policy, how, how how can policy change if we don't have your example? The world needs your example. The world doesn't need you to continue to walk around aimlessly, bearing your head in the sand, acting as if things are not happening, acting as if things are all good and things will be good. Things will feel good after a while because the world needs your example. The world needs you to step up and stand up. In your authentic truth. The world needs you to stop focusing just on you and start focusing on a vision. The world needs your example. I get many people that attack and assassinate our character and say, oh man, you've got this this platform. Why don't you use it for this? Why don't you use it for equal rights? Why don't you use it for, for talking about domestic violence? Why don't you use your platform? for talking about, you know, a a whole array of things, Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter and Blue Lives Matter and why don't you use this platform for, for these types of things? And I always respond with silence because I've discovered, ladies and gentlemen, that you cannot please all of the people all of the time, so you might as well please God all of the time. You cannot please all of the people. You cannot satisfy all the people all of the time. And I tell people, the world needs your example. See, I'm not worried about combating and, and posting and hashtagging. I'm, I am more focused on being an example, an example for people to follow, not to be me, but to follow in the authentic truth of what we do, not in what we say because you can make a mouse say whatever you want it to say. You can, you can act as if and post as if but if you are not a part of the solution, you are definitely a part of the problem. The world needs your example. The world needs to see you in your authentic truth, in your authentic self, doing something to impact communities. That word community is common unity, common unity. We've got to get into common unities, a common unity of a purpose, a common unity of a vision. See, uh, when there is no vision, people perish. People perish for lack of vision because when a man or woman loses their why, they will always lose their way. The world needs your example. See, we still talk about Dr. Martin Luther King today because of his example. He was willing to step down and step in, step down from a pulpit and step in to people's lives. We talk about Nelson Mandela today. We remember the great uh, uh, Adiba because he, he was such a rock of excellence. His example united and ignited an entire conversation for a nation. We talk about Mother Teresa still to this day. We talk about Mahatma Gandhi still to this day because of their example. We talk about Jesus till this day because of his example, how he moved, what he did, what he didn't do. Because you will only be known for what you have, but you will be remembered for what you did. The world needs your example. So as we come into a cataclysm attack where the world is in uproar, not just in the United States of America, but all over the world, all over this diaspora, you see things happening. You hear things happening, but you've got to remain focused on your assignment. What are you assigned to do? What are, you, what are you specifically purposed to do? You focus in on that. You hone in on that because the world needs that example. The world needs an example of how a family is supposed to look and operate. The world needs an example of how you're supposed to respond and not react. The world needs an example of how you're supposed to dress for success. The world needs an example of how you can put sentences together, be articulate, Be able to define and not just demean individuals, but be able to give constructive criticism and speak truth to power. The world needs your example. What what is the example you're setting? See, your children, ladies and gentlemen, need not look for an example past the front door. They ought to see their hero and their shero right there at the kitchen counter, right there in the living room. An old man once said and when he was young, he wanted to change the world. As he got a little older, he decided, I, I I'm thinking I'm thinking too abstract. Let me let me change my nation. So let me change my nation. Let me change my country. He says as he got older, he realized that there was too there was too large of a of a of a platform or too large of a reach that he couldn't touch. He says, Well, well, as I got wise, I said, Let me not change my country. Let me change my community," And as he got older into his older age, he says, "I shouldn't have been focused on changing the world. I shouldn't have been worried about changing the country. I shouldn't have been focused only on changing the community. I should have put more emphasis on changing myself. The world needs your example. After the fan flare, or after the fanfare, after the emotions have subsided. After all has been said, written, done, promoted, after the agenda has been moved forward, after people have protested and, 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 and given all that they were going to give and said all they're going to say, at some point, you've got to get to the point in your life where you say, I'm either going to have a seat at the table or I'm going to remain on the menu. The world needs your example. See, this is bigger than money. It's, it's about a mission. This is more, more poignant more poignant, more purposeful than just prophets. This is this is really about a vision for your life. What is your life going to mean to people? When the history books are written, what will your name say in them? What would you have stood for? What would you be remembered for? When, when the end comes for you, Jim Rohn says, let it find you conquering a new mountain, and not just sliding down an old one. Steve Duncanson said, life is a fight for territory. The moment you stop fighting for what you want, what it is that you don't want automatically takes over. Life is a fight for territory. The moment you stop fighting for what you want, what it is that you don't want automatically takes over. The world needs Your example, could you imagine if plastered across CNN and CNBC and Fox News were examples of more people fulfilling their purpose? More people touching lives in the way you were created to do it, whether it's through a business, whether it's through a book, whether it's through your ministry, whether it is through you just being an excellent, outstanding father. Oh, mother, could you imagine if the stories, if the reports were about how you gave more to church and charity this week than most people made last year? What if the examples plastered all across social media were examples of people like you and I fulfilling our God-given assignments? The world needs your example. What's missing today? are more examples. We've got enough warnings. Don't be disturbed. Don't be dismayed. Because weeping may endure for a night, but joy always comes in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, that but is a conjunction. But means that everything that took place prior to it is irrelevant because of all the things that are coming after it. The world needs your example. As you paint on this beautiful canvas called earth, on the hearts and imaginations of people with your daily words, your daily deeds, your actions, understand that every single thing that you are doing, every single obstacle that comes your way, every single challenge that presents itself is simply a stepping stone for you not to be remembered only on a tombstone, but to etch your legacy in the hearts of people, in your home, in your community, in your country, and in the world. The world needs your example
0: your example matters it matters to people whether it's a good example or a bad example it matters because if it's if it's a bad one then a lot of people are going to get hurt and a lot of things are going to happen that shouldn't but if it's a good example you'll be able to set a new path for people to take for those who are roaming who are not sure what to do where to go Many are looking to you to say, "All right, I want to do that." And even if they only take three of the 100 steps that you've taken in that direction, at least they're on a new path. And maybe they'll identify someone else. And the fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh step comes from following what that person's doing. And so you know, the bits and pieces that they've gotten from the good example from different people that have crossed their path creates a whole new person that. This world needs, especially that individual who is positive, somebody who's uplifting, somebody who's looking for better, for more. Philippians 4 and 9, Apostle Paul says, the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. So, can people do the things that you've done and have the God of peace with them? Or will they be stressed out? Will they be broken? Will they be broke? Will they be just emotional all the time? Will they be productive or not? Those are questions we got to ask ourselves every single day. Is the example we're setting worth following? Is it, or is it contributing to the mess, the pain, the heartache, and the drama? Yeah, emotions come in, things happen, and you want to retaliate? That's always the first thought for a lot of people's minds. But that's not always the right thing to do. The scripture says, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. So when people do bad things to you, it doesn't mean that you have to do the same to them in order for them to understand how you feel. No, you just keep moving forward. My husband and I had to do that when we, we were ridiculed for making our transition. People talked about us all the time. From stages behind closed doors, they did it the most. We just put our heads down and we just kept working. We weren't concerned about what was being said, and as they talked more, so we gave them more to talk about with success. And that's how you got to look at it as well. Now, when traumatic issues and things happen, like what's going on in the world today, you know, there's a there there's people who will retaliate and do violence for violence. That's That's not the answer. That doesn't solve the problem. It perpetuates it. You may, you may feel, you know, victorious for the moment. Like, yeah, I got him back. But then what? What happens after that? What happens when it spirals even further out of control and more bad things happen? More innocent people are, are hurt as a result of it. We got to use wisdom, ladies and gentlemen. We got to use wisdom. It starts at home. With our kids, what example are we setting for them? Like my husband said, they shouldn't have to look past the front door for, for a hero or for an example. It starts here because these little children grow up to be adults that are either obedient or disobedient. And we, we want to make sure that we're, we're raising a generation that, that is obedient, obedient to the will and to the word of God by our example. You know, Jesus set an amazing example of servanthood, of, of of all that he was doing, the the miracles that he that he would perform, and the people's lives that he would save and restore, and and all of those things. And his disciples walked with him, and and they saw him perform all of these things. And and John chapter thirteen, uh, it, it says that he he turned to him and said, "Do you know what I have done to you?" You call me teacher and Lord, and you say that that's who I am. Then your Lord, your teacher, has washed your feet. You also ought to wash another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor he who is sent greater than he is is who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Whose feet are you washing? The, the, the example of washing the feet symbolizes humility, love, and servanthood. Don't expect people to bow down for you if you're not even willing to do the same for them. No, there's some people who have that mindset. They just want people to do for them and them only. But when it's time to, to, uh, return the favor, no, they're nowhere to be found. That's not a person according to what Jesus says is going to be blessed. A person who is blessed is the person who serves just as much as they have been served. A person who puts their, their title aside and puts humility on, takes ego off. People who who, you know, are willing to really roll up their sleeves and serve people, not just post about it, not just talk about it from the stage, but people who actually live it every single day and do it. People know authenticity when they see it. They know if you are genuinely for the people like you say that you are or if you're not. And if not, all they gotta do is spend a few moments with you and they'll see how mean and evil you are. And that everything that's projected outwardly really is not even real. Give, give, give people what it is that they, what they expect. If you project something positive, they're gonna expect that from you. So give them that. So Whoever you are online, be that offline. No matter what's going on around us, no matter what's happening in the world, you can control two things, your attitude and your activity, period. You can control what you think, and you can control what you do. What are you What are you doing with yourself? What, what are you doing with who you are, how you think, how you feel, how you interact? What are those reflective moments you can have or need to have with yourself? That's what matters more than everything. And when I look at everything that's going on in the world today, it does break my heart. It breaks everybody's heart. It's a tough pill to swallow to know that this is the truth of our life right now. But as Second Chronicles 7 and 14 says, and my people who are called by my name, humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. We'll forgive their sins and heal their land. We got work to do, people. Honey?
1: There's always more work to do. I'll look at such such an example as Jesus. He never had a title. He never wrote a book. He never built a building. He never held a press conference. He never put up a post, a hashtag. He he never engaged in foolish dialogue. He came, and for three and a half years, he gave the world an example. Not a religious example. As a matter of fact, the religious leaders were the biggest opposition to his message and to his purpose. He talked about a kingdom, a government. He talked about a Senate body. He said, I, I, I'm not of this world, but this world needed his example. Whether you, your friends, your colleagues believe him to be the Messiah or not, it's not up for debate. That's not what. I'm talking about today, but we define history, we define time and existence itself through his life's example, what happened BC and what happened AD, what happened before Christ and what happened after his death. Because he was such an excellent example of leadership. He was such an excellent example of humanitarian. He was such an excellent example of purpose. He was such an excellent example of vision that the world can never forget him. It's amazing to see people live 60 and 70 and 80 years on earth, and when they die, they can't even get 60, 70, 80 people to attend their funeral. 50% of the people won't show up if it rains because they've not made an impact. They haven't been a strong enough example. People didn't know where they stood They could never see why they were sent. The world needs your example. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.